Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. I'm gonna fire this thing up. Oh my god, cake. Five for cake. Oh, wait, let me make sure I've got my okay, video okay. It's on this time. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, let's go. Cake! Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of origin, recorder of videos, and a tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live-streamed Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition online role-playing adventures. Joined, as always, by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing Val Robin, the Aladrin Bard of Eloquence. Hello. Chat was talking about D&D, too. No <laughs> way! Should, no way! <laughs> We're here playing Where D&D! We? Holy shit! Well, welcome, y'all. Heather... <laughs> <laughs> You shut my shit down there. I, I, <laughs> I really did. I don't know why I came on so aggressive. <laughs> I mean, I value what you have to say. It's, this is why I don't take him places. <laughs> Heather playing Frey, the halfling barbarian of the beast. Hello. Uh, Rochelle and Reese will not be joining us this evening, but we have Raymond playing Edmund, the human alchemist artificer. Just as good. Yeah. We stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday. Watch all of our streamed sessions here on YouTube. Read weekly session recaps at roguewatson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes at No Players Allowed live series crafting Icewind Dale every Monday and Thursday. And then over to our live post-session discussion Frostside chat after our show tonight. You can also listen to all of these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Rogue... I had like two bites of cake and I, I'm just jittery. You can Did follow you me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with it. invite link into the description below. If you'd like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables and, and private cake. patron D&D games. Nobody's getting this cake except me and you. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net for video chat. We use Discord, and for streaming, I use Open Broadcaster software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kevin McLeod, and our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. Also, happy birthday this week to Heather. Enjoying her chocolate leftover birthday cake. It's sinfully delicious. Might have had some last night during the Patreon D&D game. Previously on Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Not wanting to run into any more vampires or remorazes, the party opted to head down a southeastern tunnel. They were led by Frey, who had seemingly communed with the Frost Maiden on where they needed to go to reach the Lost City. When she turned a corner, she was shocked still. Edmund tried to help her, only to receive the same fate. Tentacled shadows lurked on the other side of an icy wall and seemed to be affecting their minds. When Valravin tried to save Edmund, his body retaliated. Thankfully, a calm emotion spell snapped them out of it. 
and the party raced through the tunnels far away from the thing in the ice. At a juncture in the tunnels, Frey found some shardolin, Edmund found a stone slab, and the others were scared from some suspiciously reflective icy walls. The stone slab turned into a monstrous mimic that tried to eat Edmund, but the others quickly came to his rescue. Although I believe Edmund did uh, shoot his lightning arm cannon into the beast to actually finish it off. Sure did. Another fork in the tunnels motivated the party to split once again, with Valravin, Celeste, and Thimbleweed investigating to the north, and Valin, Frey, and Edmund heading south. The northern team found a dead end, but one of the walls held a robed, blue-skinned humanoid trapped in the ice. A faint tapping alerted them that it may still be alive somehow, and they let Drillbot do its thing. Meanwhile, the southern team came across a grove of magically preserved trees bearing purple fruit. A voice called out to them, and Edmund answered. It was a dryad. She explained that she and her grove were once part of Ethrin, but broke off when it crashed to the ground. Miraculously, she survived, and the magic sustains her and the trees. Her fruit trees, her fruit, her fruit grants powers, but she warns of many dangers in these caves. The party already knew of most of the dangers, but a new one caught their attention. Bestial, one-eyed humanoids that had begun coming up from a nearby tunnel. The same tunnel Frey feels is the right way to go. And then from around a corner, a small horde of those creatures appeared, heading right for our heroes. Yeah. We start with... He called us heroes. I... Was that a bit presumptuous? How presumptuous of you. How much cake have you had? Our heroes. I mean, in the context, you are maybe protagonists would be the better word. You are the yeah, the agents that are characters. are driving the story forward. It's right. Hero is such a strong term. <laughs> it really kind of is. All right, so I we're mean, actually gonna start with a bit of a split party situation here, which is always fun. What we love. Yeah. And I think we left off uh, doing the southern team with the cliffhanger, so I think we're going to resume with team uh, north, which is going to be Chris. Oh, Robin, Thimbleweed, and Celeste. Uh, you had, uh, so as I mentioned in the situation, this was a, a dead-end tunnel, but you found this odd-looking humanoid um, who was apparently just frozen in a block of ice in, within the wall, and yet... Uh, seemed to be tapping with a finger, and that kind of drew your attention uh, to this creature. And you responded by placing the drill bot down at the wall and kind of letting it do its drill thing. Drill thing. Yes. And it doesn't take long. Uh, drill bot is able to... I, were you given any specific instructions? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not to maybe drill session. through the creature. Yeah, like, like does, does it, can it avoid flesh? Um... Maybe if just, just leave it alone. Maybe just, you know, drill holes and sections enough to where we can pull the ice off of this creature without harming it. Okay. Does this look humanoid? Yes. But like blue, blue skin. You said it looks like a. To the best, and, and, and as it's drilling, you're able to kind of make out more features. It just looks like a hairless human. With blue skin, dressed in just very normal-looking, uh, plain robes, like dark robes. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll have the drill bot like start drilling away enough things to where we can try to get this thing out, and maybe just enough to where we can like 
talk to it first, like free its head before before its uh, arms and legs. Sure. Um, Not entirely sure what this thing is. So yeah, as Drillbot is making its way in there, and you kind of free the head, and you can see it. Um, you can see it kind of creaking and, and moving, and maybe testing um, its ability to move as it becomes more ambulatory, and enough to where it does have its head free at one point, and it kind of stays. It kind of looks around at the situation and looks at all of you, and it's got these very um, unsettling pupils pupilless eyes just like pure white um but otherwise it doesn't seem to speak at all and um unless you say different drillbot just kind of continues getting through uh the rest okay. of its limbs hmm. hello good sir or madam it's hard to tell I am Valrovin Gwenetane Lonria at your service. Might you, we have your name? Uh, do you speak, do you say this in common? Sure. And if it doesn't work, I can repeat it in Elvish. Yeah. The creature um, looks at you. It, it, it snaps its attention to you, but does not respond. And um, when you repeat in Elvish, it kind of cocks its head a bit. As if processing kind of what you were saying. Um, and then when Drillbot kind of finishes up, it looks down at its feet, looks down at the at Drillbot, and kind of gingerly steps down out of the wall and kind of, and again, just looks like a, a person, but without any hair whatsoever. And uh, just very calmly kind of looks back and forth between uh, all you figures and seems to be searching for something. Um, almost like just acting as if um, like a groggy, like woke up from a nap or something and still trying to figure, like get its bearings. Um, ah, okay. Um, let's, let's do this. Excuse my universal speech here. Okay. Make myself understood. One or more creatures, which can be him, magically understand me, regardless of the language I speak for one hour. Okay. I thought I had something else that would make... Hmm. I thought I remembered getting something else that would let me also uh, understand other people. Ah, weep. Rana, weep, ninny bomb. That's right. But after after casting that, I will repeat it again, and I'll I'll add to the end. Um, you seem out of sorts, my friend. I'm afraid you may have been entrapped in this ice for quite some time. Your situation may be unfamiliar to you. When you speak at that, um, it cocks its head again at you, looks around. And kind of seems to somehow understand something and nod its head toward this tunnel. And then it just very slowly and carefully brings its finger to its lips. Shh. <laughs> if someone can get Vault Robin to be quiet, I'll pay them money. <laughs> you just hear the voice of Frey on the wind. 
Um, and then right. very calmly, this figure begins walking towards the southern tunnel, the same one that uh, Frey and Edmund and Valin walked down. Okay, he's done nothing to, like, appear hostile. No. And he seems to at least understand me, if not be communicative. But he won't answer Otherwise, the question. you got ripped off on that spell. <laughs> it's right. Did the spell work? <laughs> I don't think it's a spell, right? This is a... It's an ability. It's yeah, an yeah, ability yeah. of your... But I don't I don't get to use it till the end of the long rest, so... Uh, that's, there's that. Uh, you do think it was able to process what you were saying. Yeah. You're not sure if it's capable of speech or if this is what it's doing here. Yeah. Uh, maybe Valravin will just come up right behind, like, be, like walk not close to him, but close enough to where he can whisper to him. Like, um, good sir, perhaps you are unable to um, speak yourself, which is fine, but um, perhaps we may communicate in some other way. Give me an insight check. Okay, is this a humanoid? Sure, looks like a humanoid. That's part of what this insight check is going to oh, be. Oh, okay. Well, whether or not he is, it depends on whether I have advantage or not. Roll it regular for right okay. now. Okay. Uh, insight. That was a bad roll. Yeah. Um. You. <laughs> it spoils it because of your mechanics. <laughs> um, but you feel like you're you're normally pretty insightful towards people, and you cannot get a good read on this thing. Oh, Frey now wants to pay it money. It, it's this this person is not. It's just acting completely foreign to what you usually can tell from right. other people you're trying to read. Okay. Not sure if it's the hair or the eyes or the skin yeah, or what's going on here. The fact that it's stuck in the ice, but you are very confused by this entire situation. Um, and uh, as he's leaving, though, the area that he was trapped in the ice in, yeah. is there anything else of note in there, or is it just, like, a chunk of ice now? Yeah, not that you can tell. Um, it just looks like it's a, just a random chunk of the wall, that, and you're not sure even how it ended up in there. Okay. Well, at this point, Varavid will just say, like, perhaps we ought to um, simply follow this fellow. I don't know where he's going, but his aims seem to be independent, but not contrary to our own. Thus far, at least. Perhaps he will uh, lead us to where we where we seek. Uh, Ray, would you like to respond as Thimbleweed? Let me see. I forgot who was who in these situations. I, ever since my experience, I tend to trust things bursting out of encased materials. So I say, let's follow. <laughs> huh? Alright, yeah. I guess the three of us will just sort of... Yeah. This road figure follow just... Follow him. Maybe at a respectful pace, but just keeping an eye on him. Just see, you know, we're okay. more curious about where he's going than anything else. Yeah, it hasn't proven to make any hostile moves or anything, and you all have been, you know, kind of normally just communicating uh, my, with them. My, my working theory at the moment is that, if we're lucky, this is somebody who, like was in the city or is familiar with the city or yeah um something and he's just going to walk to the front gates <laughs> <laughs> and there we go yeah and starts coming down the tunnel 
I think once it gets to about here, we're going to flip back to our other team. And for the other team, I need initiative. Uh-oh. Oh, that's right. Because, uh, yeah, there were some creatures coming out of the woodwork, i.e. a nearby tunnel, and they look something like this. Oh, what the F is that? Oh, we haven't fought one of these in years and years. This was in the very first campaign we ran. Yeah, it, it was. I'm impressed. I remember because it, like it was like a horror moment, because it was like, they're... I don't know, I don't want to bet a game. <laughs> <laughs> we're reminiscing of shared experiences. Yeah, yeah. But I remember it was like... Metagame is if, like, if your character uses the I information. That's true. That's true. Not it was like just psychically in our something. heads. It was like a horror thing where it was like yeah. trying to like scare us. I forget where, but I remember this. Yeah, it, no, yeah you're 100% right. That's exactly right. Where's my token? And I have tossed Frey one of the pairs before this encounter happens. I will allow it. What did the pairs do again? Guess who did not fix that pair thing? I completely forgot about it. <laughs> well, when Edmund ate the pair, you saw him immediately heal himself. So, yes, the, the dryad... Um, if that was his spell or from the pair. So, the, yeah, the dryad explained that you can eat the pears. They give magical effects. She said just not to eat too many at once. Um, and then the pair, Edmund, the one that you ate seemed to give you... And you rolled on a table, so metagaming is that you would uh, maybe not quite sure what each pair would do, but clearly they have some kind of special effects that go with them. I do think it takes an action to consume one, however. I'd have to set up. We're going to adjudicate that it's a free action? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to immediately eat the pair right now, I will, I will allow it. Yeah, I'll eat the pair. Why not? He literally tossed you one. You were just like... Caught it with your mouth. Ah. All right, so I don't. I didn't fix the thing. You'll have to scroll down to the bottom of to the rollable tables. Mm -hmm. uh, Ray, do you remember where it was? It's about in the middle. It's called Purple Pear Charms. Purple Pear Charms. And roll on one of those when you eat it. Uh, further down. That's yeah, the broken one. If you keep going, there's, uh, there's go to the actual exactly. where it says token roll, and then click the roll button. It's, I uh, okay, further, further down. I okay, fix okay, it, okay, okay, okay. Uh, just hit roll or token. Uh, hit roll. You got the same one. Ah, roll again. Wounds. So, uh, the way this works is. Let's see, here's a special charm. I don't actually know how long it's supposed to last, now that I look at it. Uh, we're going to say it lasts for... It says once you use this charm, vanishes from you. Yeah, I, I guess it's just on until you use it, but the caveat is the, the Dryad warns not to eat more than one pair while you're under the effects of one, basically, so... Yeah, yeah so I guess you just have one banked. You have a use of... Cure wounds at third level. Hey. Alrighty, and then we need Valin, and the Dryad does not look like she wants a part of this. She kind of yelps and melds back into her tree. Oh. There they are. Though so it looks like these creatures actually got the jump on some of you. So no surprise round, but they just got earlier initiative. They got faster initiative, not very little. 
Yes. You had to. Um, let's see. Ray's actually around the corner. Still a wall between us. Why do we build these walls between us? You see these creatures just lumbering forward with this one overly large eye that just dominates their entire face and locks on to you, Edmund, and you hear a voice that speaks in... Uh, well, actually, you can comprehend languages because Valen uh, uh, cast that spell on you, which I kind of adjudicated you could uh. comprehend languages that way. So you do hear this ancient language. And it's just blathering almost nonsense, like, three death caves lined. Of just, it doesn't seem to make any sense. But what it does is it stares at you, and I'm going to need a con saving throw, please. It tries to melt your mind with its... Ooh. I would like to use my inspiration. All right. I think you can roll better than a one. Not have my mind melted. <laughs> it's a plus six. Okay, you squeaked that one out. You only needed... Okay. Yeah, six or better than a plus six. All right, so that one you are free from. Um, the other one will charge at you. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. And lay into you with its claws. That should not whisper to me. I don't know why it's whispering. That was a miss. Never whisper rolls. Hold a five. Let's see if the next one can do better. Uh, only slightly better, but neither of those are going to hit. It's just scrambling around. kind of slips on the ice a little bit as it tries to grab you. And snarls angrily. They just seem completely mad. Speaking of mad, Frey. Me. All right. Uh, all right. Well, guess we gotta come up and start stabbing some shit. Dan here. Saw it try to attack my buddy Edmund. He's my buddy on most days. Ooh, you've been upgraded to buddy status. Nice. That's right. Uh, I'm just going to reckless attack with no rage. Just okay. a reckless, though. Hmm. 21 will hit it. Oh, yeah. For 14. You're plus 12. <laughs> 30. Yes. 30 will hit it, right? I, I think so. 30 would hit all the things. Alright, two great axe swings, and it is cursing madly, but doesn't seem to be um, the least bit intimidated. A slightly larger version of these creatures with a purplish eye instead of a green one comes loping out of um, the woodwork. And this one targets you, Frey, and uh, you hear a voice in your head that somehow it can translate from that ancient language. It's like, all around, danger, death, enemies, kill. 
Not very easy to kill, so I don't know why you're going to try. I need a wisdom saving throw from you, please. Ah, oh, shit. Damn it, that whispered a GM. I'm damn it. You've got to fix that. I know. Didn't think to look at these stat blocks. Hang on, let me copy and paste what it just did. Are you trying to frighten me? There it was. Um, I'm trying to do psychic damage and then force you to attack another creature. Okay. Well, that's just... Alright, <laughs> 12. That's not great. Straight roll here, folks. Straight roll. I do have inspiration, <laughs> though, so there is that. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, let's, let's use that inspiration. All right, seeing some uh, poor initial rolls and maybe inspiration will save you. <laughs> it does. Oh, there it goes. Another good use of inspiration, a straight wow. 19. All right, if the, if the save is successful, you take half damage, so nine psychic damage, and you do not have to use your reaction to harm your friends. Okay. I didn't like that, so I'm going to have to stab you in the eyeball for that one. Yeah. Lynn is like, this cave is increasingly terrifying. <laughs> but at least these things don't look dead. Not yet. Yeah. And Give it some time. She will hurl a chill touch. Come on, Valen. That is going to be a miss, though. Chill back up a little bit. Uh, Edmund. Hmm. You say takes an action to eat a pear, huh? Um. Just want to start eating more pears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm going to eat these magic pears. I think so. Let me double check. Uh. You know, it actually doesn't say it specifically takes an action. So in that case, I would probably say we could use our potion rules. Adjudicate a free action. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily say it takes an action. So I would say you could use that as your, like, one free action thing, which would be the equivalent of you quaffing a potion of healing if you wanted to eat a pear. Try, and... like, how many pears can I safely eat? <clears throat> So you, you ate one pair, but you've already used that magical effect, I believe. Each pair. Oh, you're getting new charms and stuff? Right, because I think that particular one is a one-use. Yeah. A one use of that spell. Yeah, but if I ate another pair and it gave me the same thing, I could use it again, right? Well, there's only one way to find out. Right. So he looks at the dryad. Couldn't and it's kill you, pairs. right? Huh? What? <laughs> I don't know. How many pairs? Tell me. Wait, he's asking the dryad. Oh, the um, she very nervously says, uh, "You've cast. If you've used their magic, you, it may be safe to eat another." Um, he shoves three pears into the mouth of number two. What? <laughs> now that's gonna probably be all right. <laughs> that's my action. That's her action. Just to shove pears down the creature. Not where I thought he was going with that. Okay. Um, I think that's... Uh, hmm. 
that's gonna require a, a a sleight of hand check, I think, to to place to f take food and shove it down the mouth of a creature with uh, serrated teeth. Please roll good. Please I'm roll. I'm just gonna 20. use its AC. I need this roll twenty. <laughs> yes, that was pretty good. All right. So as the creature's coming for you, you just managed to shove a wad of pears. Three, three pears. Three, pa three pears with that might be two hands. I don't have you. I mean, pears are <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, okay. Into the mouth of the creature. I imagine it's like lunging for you, and you come up with the only thing defensively, and it's just pears. <laughs> it's like stuck in its mouth, and then it starts chomping down at them. And um, well, fuck it. Uh. This could be really fun. Should I'm gonna let you roll on the table um, once or three times. Uh, roll it three times, boss. Shit! What have you done? All right. Hey. So it has let's see. <laughs> charm of restoration. Yes, greater restoration or lesser restoration. Charm of invisibility. Hit it four times. Ignore the last one. Okay. And then the first one was the charm of druidcraft cantrip. Okay. Um, however, what it also does is you notice the creature kind of burps and like throws up a little bit. And it looks like it is intoxicated or uh, poisoned. So at the same time, it looks uh, a bit green around the gills but also glowing with extra magic power. <laughs> sure, that was worth it yet. Uh, I don't know. We'll that's see. that's fucking hilarious. I uh, I did not expect that, so I'm going to have to give you inspiration for that. I honestly did not expect a player to weaponize the fucking... <laughs> I should have, but I did not. Edmund. Edmund, always doing that. All right. Uh, Nothix... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Not quite make it to you, but they do have their rotting gaze. Let's see who they want to target. How do you know it's going to be me? Token Not Fate has decided is Edmund, though. <laughs> As it uh, gazes into you with its large eye. I need a con saving throw. 24 is going to knock it out of the park, though. Wow. Comes over here, and we're gonna do the same thing. Edmund again. How many good con saves can you give me? How many not so great damage roll. Uh, pretty oh, good again. Saves. I thought yeah. it was wow. wisdom saves. Uh, wisdom was another one. This one is just straight up damage. The other one was like temporarily trying to. Oh, so control. that really pisses me off then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only one of them tried to do that one. These ones do this other ability. Uh, at the end of the rounds, Team North, uh, your dude keeps walking along. Shuffling along at a pretty moseying pace. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Not dashing or anything. Now, as you get close to... Here, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have you roll initiative because at this point you should probably realize that there is combat going on. 
I see things happening. You see things happening, yeah. Something happening. You see these, uh, and you see what I described last week, which is a grove of trees in the, in the middle of this cave. Uh, inexplicably, very healthy fruit trees bearing purple fruits. One tree is okay. bereft of purple fruit, though. <laughs> Strip clean. Yeah. But go ahead and have you guys roll initiative now before we start this next round. Okay. Wow, some good rolls. Alright, so we've got this one, which has all kinds of magical abilities, but is also um, po uh, basically poisoned and like lurching around and stumbling. And it is, when it, when it, it, it feels, it, it, it looks at its hands and its one eye blinks like several times rapidly wide. And it seems like it is just, like it just got shot up with cocaine when it, when it has this like a magic power and it suddenly just zips and turns invisible. I knew you were going to use that one. <laughs> Invincible knock. <laughs> yeah. And you hear uh, that voice Which... just like radiate out. It's like, Power! I feel power again. Uh, this one will lope forward and attack Frey. Eh. Uh, I've not rolled above like it. There we go. <laughs> These can hit occasionally. Five slashing damage. Oh, okay. Whatever. Thimbleweed. It's a bummer Thimbleweed can't talk anymore these days. Yeah, it's pure telepathy. He's all telepathy, so he's just gonna talk to himself. <laughs> Looks like there's a battle going on down there. He's 35. Thimbui to the rescue. <laughs> Why is nobody listening to me? I'm reaching out telepathically. <laughs> um, You're doing great, Thimbui. Doing great, sweetie. Uh, trying to remember all of his stuff. <laughs> you gotta help me here. What can he do? So, what does Hunter's Mark do again? Hunter's Mark. Adds damage once per round, I think. Like he picks his target? Yeah, he has to put it on a target, and then when he shoots the target, I think he gets extra damage. Let's put it on number one. Uh, actually, uh... no, I don't think he. Yeah, he didn't see the guy go invisible, so he can't chase after that one. Um, oh yeah. And his range attack—he just got a short bow, right? That's all he's got for ranged. Yeah. And number one, how's number one look? Damaged, not damaged? Doesn't look it's been damaged, yeah. Let's see. Let us knock a Shardolin arrow into this short bow. Might as well use the stuff my character gives him. And uh, number one. Oh no. That's a critical miss. We should be ashamed. I believe fun things happen if you miss with a Shardlon arrow too, right? Yeah, fun it's things do happen. Pretty hard to miss with that arrow, but yeah. um, I believe it's a charisma save. Is it a save? I gotta pull it up. Hang on. Uh, on a miss, you must succeed on a DC 10 charisma saving throw or suffer a form of short-term madness till the end of your next turn. Hmm. Minus one. 
<laughs> All right, you have to roll on that short-term madness table, which that macro should still work near the top. Near the top. I, mean, I think you need to like hold back on the cake with the, your. I know, right? It's dog. like really fucking me up. <laughs> so I cut myself the smallest piece ever. Yeah. Well, I think it's only natural that Thimble Wee will be silently weeping. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> just quietly right. weeping. Yep, he shot with one arrow and now just sits no down more arrows and just yeah. weeps. Uh, I believe that lasts till the end of his next turn. Alright, Frey. He just sits the there. End of your next turn, so he loses all his remaining attacks for this turn and... Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, bad news. Bye, yeah. Thimbleweed. We'll see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> that means one less person for me to control. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why he did it. Yep. Alright, let's see here. So, we can still see number one, right? Uh, yes. Was number one, the one that went invisible. No, another one went invisible. Uh, this okay. one, another one that came up loping towards you. This is the one that actually struck you for small amounts of damage. Oh, yeah. You're the one who gave me the paper cut. So you gotta die. Actually, everyone's in a nice little row there. All right, we're going to do something else. <laughs> something else. Just going to put my little axe back for half a second, use my other arm, pull out that sweet, sweet javelin of lightning. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they're all in a nice little, little are, room right line. here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't not do it. Alright, so I have to remember what this does. I'm gonna hit the button. It's been a hot minute. It has. I don't think we've seen it. Alright. As I recall, you, you target one creature mm -hmm. with the javelin, and then everybody in between... Takes the little zappy zap. Yeah, so everybody in between has to make the deck saving throw. Take 46 lightning. Rude, because he takes both the javelin damage and the lightning damage. Yeah, yep. Which might be plugged into your damage. I'm not sure. Uh, it, I think it is, but I think they're separate <laughs> numbers. Boom. Hey. All right. So they all need to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw, or they take half damage on successful saves. The target is obviously the dude with the purple eyeball. Can you roll the damage for me? Yeah. So, 13 is there. 46. Okay. That's pretty good. Ish. Is it a half? Yeah, half. Half on a successful save. Got two fails and one success. For mm -hmm. those three in the middle. And then the dude on the end... Dude on the end takes... takes it all. I think the dude on the end takes both those numbers, right? Yep. It takes from the javelin plus 46 lightning damage. Mm-hmm. Takes a full 23. Slightly complicated thing that involves an attack roll and a save. Yeah. A variety of characters. Yeah, that's a lot of spread damage, though. Shocks out, and they all... Magics, magics, it's got magics. I told you to stay out of my damn head. They're almost treating your uh, any display of magic as like a drug. Like these are like drug addicts. 
Lovely. Yeah. Except very violently mutated ones. We don't think these creatures, like, were you used to be human, do we? They're not like <gasps> the other cannibals in this cave that have transformed. <laughs> he doesn't care. They all host to die. So, yeah, I guess that would count as my whole action, right? Because I get technically two attacks. Uh, true. So, am I allowed to attack with a weapon again, or do I need to throw another javelin? Because I have regular javelin. That's actually true. Uh, does it... Let me make sure. Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, unless it has... If it's an, if it's an attack, then... Well, it's an uh, attack! Yeah, um... Um, it says it's a magic weapon. When you hurl it and speak its command word, it transforms into a bolt of lightning. Make a ranged weapon attack against the target. Yeah. In the meantime, I mean, the javelin can still be yeah. used as a magic weapon. It just can't be used until the next dawn. I would probably count that as an attack action. Uh, there may be like a Jeremy Crawford ruling about this that I'm not sure of, yeah. but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fact that it says, like, as an as part of the attack, you can turn it into lightning, that, to me, implies that, like, you're just making a javelin attack. Yeah, I'm not seeing... what The, the key thing I was looking for is, like, as an action, do this, but it just says... Right, right. It's a magic weapon, attack. and, yeah. So, yeah, I would say this... You can activate your multi-attack still. It's like one fluid motion, then. Huck the javelin. Pull the axe back out. Yeah. And number one. You're gonna go squish. Well, you're really fucking really crazy. 18. Over there. That's crazy. I critted that damage roll. Yes, I did. Max damage, yeah. Uh, that one's still alive despite being struck by a javelin, lightning, and a giant axe throw, but it is looking real bad. Real bad. Uh, Celeste. Let's see if Celeste can get there. I mean, with her speed, I'm guessing. Well, that is an impressive distance. Isn't it? That's 60 feet. Wow. Right? Wow. Okay. So she can't quite get all the if way Only there. she was built to do ranged attacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's going to run up to where the tree is here. Um, the shade of this glorious tree. There's no shade. We're, we're underground. Hmm. <laughs> And yeah, she is going to charge up some Radiant Fist to try to clean up some Nothic mess. Uh, number one. That's the closest. 15 does hit. Okay. For 11 Radiant damage. That finishes this one off. Alright. Like, screams out and just... Bleach. Yeah. Do it again on number three down there. She can barely see number three, I think. <clears throat> In fact, if she was where she was, she couldn't see him. I, mean, I thought you already yeah, hit 60 I, feet right there anyway. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I This was 60 feet. I was just... Uh, this, so was this, technically, if I had moved there. But Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but she can only see him from here. So let's say she moved there. 17 out of hit if a 15 mm -hmm. does mm -hmm. for 10 radiant. And then another. There's a crit. There's a crit. And she's got a thing too. 
Oh, this is not a melee weapon attack. Never mind. Never mind. So for another 14. Sorry, I'm updating my crit. That does something to him, right? <clears throat> Gotta make his roll. Alright, crit is updated. Sorry. Uh, score a crit with a melee weapon. You can roll one of the weapons. Damn it. What are you asking me No, about? ignore uh, that. That's, oh. that's not a melee weapon. So it's just, it's just another 14. 14 and a, a massive damage is what it is. Yeah. Uh, con saving throw, man. Uh, uh, go ahead and roll on the massive damage table for me. Can't take reactions until the next turn. The lowliest of them. The, it is the lowliest. Probably won't. Not too much, but okay. That's her turn. Okay. Um, got this large, a larger one with a purple eye fray. Mm. This time, uh, angrily runs up to you and attempts to claw at you. Fourteen <laughs> hit you. No, oh. of course not. What about a critical 26? Yeah, that'll do it. Ooh, this is going to be fun, because not only do I get to do that, oh, but it gets to apply sneak attack, and I believe I get to roll the extra sneak attack dice as well. <laughs> Players can do, so can the enemies. Yeah. And you happen to actually be within five feet of one of its allies, because the invisible one never moved. Oh, come on. <laughs> so that is okay. going to be now another... isn't there something on sneak attack where you have to see the person though it just says it's within five feet of an ally of, an, of a nothic that isn't incapacitated now that a nothic is invisible and drunk but it is not incapacitated <laughs> So you take a lot of little damage that adds up. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, when 15, do I get to activate that charm of cure wounds? Twenty-seven, twenty-nine damage altogether. It, it would just, it would. I think it would be an action. It's an action to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. basically you're casting the spell. Okay. So that thing comes in and just has the giant claw that just rips. I don't care. Give us magics. Go get it yourself. Rip it from you. I Robin. You're only <laughs> giving me some paper cuts. <laughs> um, well, shoot. Well, Robin's so far away. He can't really see what's happening down there yet. What's happening? Yeah, he just sees walls and forests and everything else. Um... So he is going to use his bonus action to, or I guess actually it would be his action, um, to dash to get to where he can see what's happening. Um, but he will also kind of back up into a safe place because he wants to see what's happening, but he doesn't want to be near it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see several of these monstrous um, 
mutated creatures with large eyes, and one of them just looks larger and, you know, has a different stance and longer claws than the other ones that okay. it just sunk its claws into fray. All right, well, uh, seeing that, well, Robin will write some words of, as the creature dug its claws into the furry halfling, he looked into her eyes and saw nothing but grim determination and bloodlust, and he knew his time was nigh. He's going to give Frey a bardic inspiration. Hey. Bardic inspiration. Okay, Balloon says, ah, good of you to join us. Why Find anything interesting? Oh, yes. Where did he go, by the way? Did he come down with us, or is he still up there? Um, He's still up there, and his initiative will basically be um, at the end of the turn. He will, as far as you're aware, continue... Okay. Um, walking on a path, you're not quite sure where he's going. There's a rather blue gentleman that we freed from the ice. <laughs> Why is he so sad? He's <laughs> been on the ice quite a while. Can't imagine being alone with you it's in a room. Fresh. Anybody would be too sad. He's blue, da-boo-dee-da-boo-da. <laughs> That's right. He's had that song stuck in his head for thousands of years, I imagine. <laughs> God, Belin cannot cast chill touch. No, Jesus. No, she, she, she's distracted. fucking wordless. I mean... <laughs> She shut down Frey to go that one time. That's true, she did. That one time. And she still has, like, limited spell slots, so. Yeah. Alright, Edmund. So, if I tried to move forward, would there be an obstacle in my way? You would probably bump into something, yeah. Good to know. An invisible wall, if you will. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you can honestly probably hear that creature is still there. Uh, um, it's, you know, invisible doesn't necessarily make your make you undetectable, technically, especially if it turned invisible right in front of you. Mechanically, I think it just gives you disadvantage. Um, and the snow and, like, little footprints. Right, yeah. But it's still, they also turn invisible, so it's still hard to hit them. He's drawn, well, no, I, I guess poison doesn't actually make people easier to hit you. It just makes you worse at hitting, right? Uh, that's poison what I'm addition. looking up, actually, yeah. Poisoned... Just Correct. It just makes yeah. you worse at hitting, yeah. Yeah. I have an action in mind. Uh, I have more. I'm not going to like it. Who what? wants some pears? <laughs> yeah. I know. Who wants some pear juice? Um, and... You know what? I'm going to spit in my hand. And, that was not uh, on my bingo card of things yeah, anyone yeah. was going to do. <laughs> Start uh, transmutating it, and uh, just this, and then uh, I'm just gonna blow on my hand this spray of acid. Don't blow acid on your hands. <laughs> shoots out from my hand, and so I have conveniently drawn the beam I want to create there. Thirty feet that long. Wow. Is a convenient Five feet beam. wide. That's very convenient. I feel like you used to cast the spell all the time and then haven't cast in like 60 sessions or something. <laughs> I haven't had a need for it. Yeah. It's just not very powerful. It's like 2d4 on the beginning of each turn. Yeah. But it does cause acid to form onto a creature, hence the invisible mm. guy is now visible. Uh, Yeah. It's also going to probably trigger concentration. All right. So everybody has to make a dex save. I don't actually know if I can... My I'm DC save is up to 17 now. I don't know how to change it on that, but it is 17. I'm going to have to put him back in the token layer so I can select him for the save purpose. I'm back! 
<laughs> oh, I guess you have to save on it, huh? Whoops. It is a, right? Am I reading that right? Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Next 30 saving throw, yeah. And what'd you say the number was? 17. 17. How dexterous are these? Well, Robin, both have just maxed these. We, we maxed um, our, our casting stat, and that's what yeah. you got. Do they not take any damage right now if they. Nope, if they start up each turn. Oh, okay. So I'll just put damage zero, I guess? It's a condition they get. It's not It's not the damage that they Yeah, take. that's weird. It's... Oh, my god. Wow, goodness. two of them actually pass. That's surprising. Yeah. They're bringing Dexie back. Yeah. Um, the one that was the important ones, though, the invisible the one and tonight. the larger one both failed. Mm -hmm. I've listened to so much music this week while working. It's insane. <laughs> Ooh, I get to use little poison flasks. There you go. Wait, now there's like, I'm, I'm losing track of what all these are. There's wavy lines, there's cracked earth, there's... The wavy lines blood. I was doing for his advantage, or his, uh, poison. His poison, yeah. There's actually better ones for that. That's what probably is the cracked earth? That one you can't take reactions. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know, I just threw something on there. Alright, so they become acid all over them. Creature covering the acid takes 2 4 acid start of each of his turns. Alright, you're gonna have to help me remember that one. Technically this creature is still invisible. Um, but once it starts taking damage, it'll have to make concentration saves. But technically, can we see the acid on him, though, now? Uh, yeah, that's true. I would, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess that's what Edmund, Raymond was talking about. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah. What's Mechanically, the... he's still invisible, but functionally, <laughs> he's covered in acid, which probably cancels his invisibility. Okay. All right, it is not any of those ones' turns. It is one in the back. Uh, this time it's got several targets for its thing. It's at range. This one will just try to stare at people. Uh, Edmund! Magic inside! I need a con save again. Goodness, it's a shame this one does. That was good damage, too. <laughs> Nothing if you make the save. Uh, this one will actually start going around, though. Right there. This one, which can't take reactions, is just gonna come up to here and attack at Frey. Attack at Frey. And miss both times! Okay, happens to everybody. And at the end of the round, you see a odd, blue-skinned, robed, hairless figure. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Just make its way very calmly and seemingly oblivious to everything happening around it. And only moving that? at a normal pace. Yeah. That's all blue, friend. <laughs> don't all... know where he's going. I call him Bluesy. <laughs> <laughs> Professor oh, Bluesenstein. <laughs> Dr. Aqua! Like <laughs> <laughs> I got him! I got him! Yes! Just, it's, it, was, it was less the, the cleverness, it was just the, the consistency. It was just... He's still that's, going. That's... Yeah. I broke, that's I broke down your will to make the saves. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I need to start making acid damage things. What is happening? Does, does this blue guy, like... Does it look like he's registering that there's a 
violence happening in front of his eyes? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. It's uh, 2d4 acid damage at the start of the turn. Unless it uses the action to actually, like, scrape or wash the acid off. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll. You did. Three damage. Which triggers a concentration, right? Uh, yes, it does. Is con. And it fails, so it loses the invisibility. Um, however, it will excitedly, because it still has those fucking charms, um, both those songs are still poison all that, um, because it also, you gave it a charm of restoration, I believe. Jesus. I did. Yeah, so it's gonna... He's already drunk, so he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> and it seems, ex it, it seems like literally having magic is giving it euphoria. Mm. I have the power! And it will gleefully use an action to cast uh, Lesser Restoration on itself. Um, obviously, from a creature attacking you standpoint, it isn't very efficient, but it seems like that is what it wants to do. So it will cure its own... It won't scrape off the acid, but it will cure its poison effect by casting Lesser Restoration. And seems very happy about doing so. Uh, that one's dead. Thimbleweed's incapacitated. We go to Frey. All right. Drunky boy's back. <laughs> He's here. Uh, no longer yeah. drunk, just acid now. <laughs> All right, well, I still want Purple Eye, because I don't like him. Purple Eye so. is covered in acid, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might uh -oh. do that. All right. He's reading things. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. Now. Yeah, I get nervous whenever... <laughs> Edmund and Frey start looking at shit in their character sheets. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Alright. Oh, purple eye. Ah, oh, so close. My goodness, yeah. You, you had like several 18s and 19s. There's another 18 for you. Yeah. How are you just auto-rolling max damage? This is bullshit. <laughs> Play with the sheep! Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, so close again. Wow! Another 19. You roll 18. Oh, okay, 17. Much better. He's us. <laughs> Slowly going down. Come on, he's gotta be almost dead. He's at this hurting point. real bad. He was much larger and spinier, and I'm uh, picturing like a Gloomhaven Elite version oh. with just more of everything. <laughs> he's an Elite Gothic. With this last one, when I hit him, I would like for him. To make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, okay. Wisdom saving throw. I have a DC 15. So close. Oh, it does not make it. That is so sad for you. So sad for you. <laughs> Because now, I have given you in some infectious fury. And... You are not raging nor attacking with natural weapons. I don't have to do that. It is the first sentence I'm reading. When you hit a creature with your natural weapons while you are raging. Oh, damn it. You just did the opposite. <laughs> usually it's the end of the thing way. that fucks us up. 
I don't miss the. the I at least don't miss the first sentence. <laughs> Your Honor, I cite as evidence the first sentence in this ability. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen this one in a while. Yeah, but you have to be raging and be has to be with a natural weapon. Yeah. yeah. All right, never mind then. All right, Celeste. Celeste, uh, she actually thinks that Frey's doing a great job out front. <laughs> she doesn't feel she needs to even get up there. Um, so she's going to take a step back next to Vlyn. Maybe she'll talk to the blue guy for a minute. Um, although, she, unlike Valravan, she, she can't speak whatever language. Valravan doesn't know what language it is. Um, she'll ask him how he's doing. <laughs> See if he responds. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it does not. Okay. That'd be funny if he just turned and says, I'm fine, how are you? <laughs> I just really hate hate? elves, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. That's how you got put in the ice. It's back in the ice with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, from here she's going to Radiant Sunbolt. 12 may not do it. Does not actually hit. Okay. Rare miss for our level 12 protagonist. At least you didn't call Oh my goodness. Well, still not hidden. She's distracted by the blue hair. <laughs> so clean. I've never seen <laughs> yeah. a man emerge so from pure. ice. No, not a drop of sweat or anything. Just, <laughs> It's just Mr. Clean. <laughs> 13 cleaning regimen. also does not hit. She is really oh distracted. Oh, my goodness. All right. She feels bad about that, so she's going to use a key point to do one more. Celeste has the palpitations. That's right. Yeah, she's she is. Yeah, she's into this. <laughs> Even the robe is spotless. Like that's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so wide firing. It's for those of you listening. Man. Chris rolled a four, a four, a five, and a one on the attack I'm glad, rolls. Yeah, I'm glad Michelle's not here for this. <laughs> yeah, that was series of unfortunate attacks. Just Damn, lasers. Firing everywhere. <laughs> I'm just gonna text her like this is Chris is rolling horribly for laser, you. Laser laser fists going off. Uh Ray, I need some more acid damage for our big person there. Thank you. It is very annoyed about that. Uh and yeah, it can make an action. Doesn't seem like it wants to, though. It seems like it is intent on getting some magic for itself. Wonder what this creature would do. Would it still try to tear into... Ray? Or... Um... It will... Lock eyes with with you again, Frey. Be like, that's, that's magic for me! And I need a wisdom save from you. Hey. Move it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Wait, wait, I have the Bardic Inspiration. You sure uh, do. Which uh, is that? What I, is, I don't remember, I don't remember what, what is it is. That? On. Right now, it is, what level are we? 12. What level are we? 
What level um, is it? Um, it's a D10. Oh, you're okay. saying there's a chance. That's well, I also have I also have my special dice that I can roll as well too. Let's pull out the party go again. It'll be fine. Oh, or you just here. roll a 10 on Wow, the clutch bardic inspiration there. Nice. So you roll 20. Raspberries. Nice. It's like, let's not pull the fray to go back out. All right, you take half psychic damage, but you do not hack away at your friend again. <sighs> Curse your power of friendship. <laughs> uh, Val Robin. All right, how are these two guys looking? Very wounded and covered in acid. Okay, okay. Um, I don't. I don't want to necessarily want to overkill, but yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Uh, Valdron will read some words of the purple-eyed Nothic, attempting to invade the mind of its enemies. Found their will resolute, and his will was lacking in turn. His confidence shaken. He. Could not decide what to do next. <clears throat> Dissonant whispers. Dear DC Lord. 17 whiz save. Or is he going to drop dead from indecision? <laughs> I don't know. 15 damage will do that. But... Well. That is 15, a fail. 15 psychic damage. For the purple guy? Yep. And he has to and... use his reaction right now to turn and run away. It takes a full 15 psychic damage, still alive, but you can tell now it's like blood leaking out of its like eye at this point. It just like strands us. The magic! The magic! The magic is too much for you, my friend! Ah! Uh, so yeah, it, it uses its reaction to run away, which triggers an attack of opportunity from Frey. <laughs> How many 19s can Frey roll? Mm -hmm. So as it turns that to... That is an 18, thank you very much. As it, oh, my bad. As it turns to run, you hack it right in the back of the head. Told you to stay out of my freaking brain. Yeah, did say that. <laughs> combo! Mm -hmm. Combo! Uh, Valen is, um, at this point, she's like... She's useless. That's what she Yeah, does. she's like looking back at her spell book and like kind of slapping it a little bit. Like, something's wrong with this thing. <laughs> Try to cast a chill touch at number two. That will hit. The damage... I think it should do more than that. She's level... Yeah, she gets to roll in more of those. Oh no, that was a 2d8. Oh my god, never mind. <laughs> she just did three damage. Alright. Yeah. Yep. I was like, that's like clearly that was the 1d8. Nope, that was 2d8. Roll three damage. She's like, well, at least I hit the damn thing. Uh Edmund. What was that? Um He's just going to Green Flame Blade number two. That will hit. 16 damage. Ouch. And... Still alive. Barely. It looks real bad. Darn. Um... Okay. Uh, let's see if the acid can finish it off. Roll me some acid. I don't think yes. that one has acid. 
this one does. Oh no, sorry. This one, you're right. Sorry, that's not the acid one. Um, I have a one that's around the trees. Ah! This one comes loping this direction. Try it. Uh, she's in the tree. I just left her a token on there. No. Oh. She she fucked right out of there. <laughs> Edmund, they like no. attacking at you with the claws. No. For seven. Uh, technically, I think your brew is concentration. Your acid. Yes. What do I roll for that again? Constitution saving. Yep. Con save. Just a DC ten. <sighs> and yet, acid goes away. It's got one more attack. He saved his friend. He did. Yeah. For five slashing. Yeah. Magic. Did save it. Yeah, that one's next. Um. And it is going to. Let's actually focus on. Edmund, because Edmund's been casting the spells. Versus Frey. Edmund offers another pair. <laughs> um, doesn't give it to him, he's just like dangling. Yeah, it, it seems like it's wanting to kill you and take all your pairs, I'll say that. <laughs> I think that second one misses, though. First one for six. Uh, Thimbleweed comes out of his stupor. And has a blue man. Whoa. Where <laughs> did you come from? Paul Robin, you look weird. Can you change color? Won't you tell us where you're going? <clears throat> we must protect our blue man friend. It, it cocks its head at Thimbleweed as Thimbleweed talks telepathically to it. Clear the way for the blue man. <laughs> he obviously is a lemming and will just continue just going straight down any path of danger. Mm -hmm. I summon the vigilance. That'll hit. Yeah. And I target you, number four, with the hunter's mark. Okay. You can also do bug damage, I think. Bug damage. What kind of damage? Bug damage. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> was that not clear enough? <laughs> I don't know how much it is either. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I'll say that. Bug damage. Uh, is there something where you can re-roll a one or something? He does. Piercer. If you ever do one, which you did one on two of those things. If you ever roll a one on piercing damage, you can re-roll it. Yeah. Is Hunter's Mark piercing damage? Uh, that's a good I question. Guess, I think, I think, I think it's, the same, it's the same attack, right? Right. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can re-roll that one. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll make it a six instead. Yeah, and the one on the, the initial damage, right? We can only do it once. Oh, you can only do it once. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so we're at 13, 14, 15 damage. Yeah. Better. From one attack. I do think the caveat is the all the extras can only happen once. Favorite foe. Wait, who is? This? Does he have favorite foe? Or does he change it all the time? Uh, I think it changes. Yeah, like... yeah. 
Every, so I can play with this guy right now. Every, every foe he meets is his favorite foe. That's right. Alright, so an extra D4. Used to be with the old school ranger you had to pick ahead of time, like because character time. creation to be like, I hate giants. And then Yeah. I did it with Halfred. That is what you did with Yeah, Alfred. that's yeah, true. That that's true. You know that. <laughs> picked a couple of things and... and they've updated it now where it's like, hey, instead of having to do that, you could just make oh, anything your foe. Okay, an extra nice. four. So nineteen figured, damage total. I figured out the formula that is. I know, it's actually really a lot to add on there. Okay. Extra attack. Oh god, yeah. I will vigilance thee again. Ooh, yeah, that'll hit. 19. A lot of close crits. 12. Feels like you're almost gonna destroy this creature with just two attacks. But it is... But I think that's the extent of what he can do, though. Yeah. Alright, my bugs don't do anything again, do they? I think it's all once per turn, I believe. I think so, yeah. Once on each of your turns, yeah. Oh, I'm so close. I was so close. I don't think I have anything else. I really don't think I have anything else. Oh, damn. Uh, Frey. Okay. Squishy, squishy, number two. Squishy, squishy, number two. Got it. Eh. Nine is good enough to kill. Thing was almost deadsies. Oh, so number four has to roll a DC 12 con saving throw, temporarily become blinded. Mm. Oh wait, that's a twenty. Oh, never mind. Roll a twenty. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Ah, uh, never mind. I, I, forgot, I forgot all about that. I wonder how many times he's crit with this thing. <laughs> Number four, squishy, squishy. That will hit. Ray, don't miss. Ray, don't miss. And that one also is. Cut in twain. Leave. That is all of your hostile enemies. She just points her axe at the blue moon and says, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah. Uh, before he we answer is that, no threat to us. <laughs> before we answer that question, we're gonna give a thank you to our sponsor for this episode. Run over to that. Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and with this sponsored ad, I'm going to tell you about an exciting 5e adventure coming soon to Kickstarter, Escape from Undergarden, designed by JVC Perry with Benoit de Bernardi. Perry, as you may recall, is one of my favorite 5e adventure designers and has previously successfully funded 5e adventures, The Isle of the Dreaded Accursed and Shadow Under Hardflint Hall on Kickstarter. Escape from Undergarden is a level 5 through 8 adventure designed for Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition that features over 50 pages of professional design, commissioned original artwork, and full-color battle maps. 
It's a good looking adventure, but more importantly, it's a well-designed adventure that reminds me of the gold standard for five adventures, The Lost Mind of Phandalin, and that it's centered around a small town with a big problem. A missing person sends the party into the surrounding woods where a zealous group of druids imprisons trespassers within a verdant demiplane known as Undergarden. Undergarden is a miniature hex crawl, and escaping the demiplane is far harder than entering. Our heroes must solve puzzles, survive encounters, and explore several locations, such as a bear cave, a dragon's towering lair, and a miniature fairy's burrow, as they collect the seasonal keys needed to escape. Undergarden possesses a unique feature where the players can switch between the four seasons, which in turn alters the environment and encounters at every area and provides interesting advantages or disadvantages to combat and social encounters or clues and solutions to puzzles. Escape from Undergarden will launch on Kickstarter on February 7th. You can follow the link in my show notes to get notified when it goes live and look for my review at the same time. All right, we are coming back and having just defeated the. I'll stop talking about him. He's back. I'm back. Yep. <laughs> uh, having just defeated the Nothics, yeah, you all still see this very odd. I'd like to cast my charm as well, too. By the way. Ooh, what's the charm? Oh, uh, uh, your cure wounds. Yeah, yeah. Do it before you forget. The fruit yeah. magic. Yes, my fruit magic. Fruit magic. I need to be less fruity. So, fruity pebbles, one of the best cereals I ever made. And uh, I'm gonna eat an. I'm gonna eat another pear. Dude, keep yeah. Why not? Roll that dice. Roll that dice. Um. Had you eaten a. Uh, it's pair number two. Pair number two? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, last time you shoved them down, the Nothics. Right. Yeah. I'm down to four pairs if you're keeping track. Okay. Um, You feel some indigestion, but nothing too horrifically violent at the moment. But you definitely feel a little queasy and like kind of give it a little belch after that. But otherwise, you gain this uh, new charm where you can cast invisibility three times. Oh, yummy. Really? <laughs> Yeah. How do I do mine? Um, I guess we need to look up the spell, don't we? Cure wounds. At a third level. A third level. No spell required. Third level version. Uh, a number of hit points equal to one d eight plus your spell casting modifier. I don't cast On spells. A. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Oh, it says your spellcasting ability for this is wisdom. So it's, it's a plus zero. Okay, so one d eight plus zero. However, at a third level, it increases by one d eight each time. So it's three d eight. So you just roll three d eight straight up for healing. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Holy wow. crap! That was one good fucking pair. I've never, I've never had a pair that good. I'll say that. <laughs> I've never in my life had a pair that good. I literally feel re-energized. <laughs> That's like, yeah. A high-energy pear. <laughs> it's a pear smoothie. With all the added protein bullshit it's... they put in there. The pear has been I... soaked in monster energy drink. <laughs> monster, oh god. <laughs> it's just sugar, sugar water. 
Can I flap and pick some more pairs? Caffeine. Uh, yes. As you do so, the Dryad reemerges, uh, which some of you... And she kind of yelps when she sees Thimbleweed and, like, rushes over to another tree. She says, are they... Are they gone? Yes. We have defeated them all. You and your grove will be safe for the time being. And, and keep in mind, I don't know if you recall, at the end of last session, you were actually uh, charmed by her magically. Um, and right. oh, it's still on here. To, now it's not. To defend the grove. Yes, to stay with her and defend the grove. Mm. So you feel literally magically compelled. And suggestion lasts for like eight hours or something. Oh, no. Yeah, compelled to stay here and help protect. It's like, yes, that's very good. Thank you. These ones, are they dangerous? Do you know them? Yes. I know them all, except for that blue man. Oh. You mean the Majin? The who? And you see this figure... Um... You two know each other? <laughs> <laughs> My ex. <laughs> this is awkward. This is very awkward. <laughs> He's like, I'm the one that put him in that ice. Who let him out? <laughs> yeah, right. He went out for cigarettes 2,000 years ago. <laughs> uh, I tell you. Poor little chestnut tree's been waiting for him to return ever since. <laughs> Maple gave up hope a long time ago. Yeah, and you see Valen's eyes go wide. Like, what the hell? And oh, no. yeah, Were you, you can, next as well. You can see this figure just kind of glares. If if people are physically blocking uh, his way, he'll uh, kind of glare and see and actually put his hands as kind of like a shooing motion. Oh, um, Ray will hundred percent get up in his way. Just. I, Varavan will say, like, my dear Frey, whatever this creature is, he is not exactly human, and his intentions, while unknown to us, seem peaceful in nature. I'd like to not start violence with it, if at all mm. uh, possible. It can tell us where it's going and what the hell is going on first. I don't know that it can actually communicate exactly. And when you, when you kind said. of stay in front of it, Frey, it, it, it tries doing that shooing motion. And if you don't uh, relent, it will kind of um, twitch its eyes a little bit. And you actually feel a magical effect wash over you. Well, blue eyes will grow a little brighter. Yeah. And I need a... Let's see. I should have saved my bardic inspiration for this. Wisdom saving throw, please. God damn it. Whatever, you've nailed all the... Well, except for, I guess you needed the bardic one for the last one, didn't you? <sighs> Oops, that was supposed <laughs> to be the four. Yeah. Um, You feel compelled to stay out of this creature's way um, by whatever means necessary. I mean, technically, I'm small, and it could step over me if it wanted to, because I could be in the same space as a creature larger than so me. You are magically does. compelled to stay out of this creature's way. Does it mean she's magically compelled not to give it lip service? Not true. <laughs> it doesn't seem to care, though. Fine. And it just continues walking. All right, what do you know about him? Who is he? Where is he going? As Edmund is picking some pears. Yeah. Um, 
It. I think I saw a Nothic alive. Oh well. <laughs> now that I'm feeling oh. back all the bodies, I think there was a live one back there. That's oh, I do have a charm of snowballs I can throw at the back of this dude's head. Um, she says, uh, "Yes, that's not he. It. They are uh, uh, servants of Ethrin. Where is he going? The city. Probably back to uh, where it's from." Oh, we must follow him. He not, not sure no, where. He will, he will walk to the front yeah. door. Yeah, not sure uh, that one could have worked anywhere. It looks like. Uh... And she kind of steps out a little bit and looks at, at it as it's kind of walking down the tunnel. Yes, one of the Majin, uh, one of the uh, higher spell casters, I believe, probably worked at a. Uh, Perhaps one of the towers, or maybe the library. Uh, not a brute guard duty like some of the others. Uh, I would advise not trying to harm it, or it uh, can respond in kind. What is it? Elemental? Construct? Uh, it is a created uh, hmm. from magic. Powerful magics the masters use. Like they used for my grove. They were able to create living beings out of magic itself. Although it is not, probably not. It does not live. It does not eat or sleep or breathe. Hmm. So it probably is more like construct. Interesting. You know, guys, even though he might lead us to the city, that'd be too easy. We should just stay here, let him go his way, and then we'll figure out how to get to the city on our own later. Yes, you must protect me. What are you there are many about? dangers. There's, there's cannibal ghosts and vampires out here, my That's friend. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, and look at this poor defenseless dryad here, trying to protect all these pears. What if it comes? We must help her. These you pears are, are delicious, you know. You want to roll insight? Do we stay here forever? Well, as long as this grove persists. All right, now... <laughs> it's only been here for a couple thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Like... patience for <laughs> Think of all the pears. We can have the pear pie, the pear juice. Well, Vinegar soaks pears. Pear cider vinegar? Yeah. Pear tacos? Pear <laughs> On all fours, go. Pear hummus? Um, but Robin, you're, you're pretty sure Edmund is under some kind of magical effect. And Edmund, I really think we should stay here, guys. <laughs> Edmund probably keeps glancing back at the dryad for reassurance, and, and she's like nodding along. I've had a couple of these pears, and they are delicious. You start getting a little queasy after two, and my observations from uh, having three makes you a little sick to the stomach, but nothing I can't take care of with my lesser restoration. What did you do to our friends, little forest spirit? I've seen your kind before. You are tricksy, you are. <laughs> you have a very thick accent. Hey, wild dear. Hi. 
this one eats to help protect. He ate of my fruit. Yes, yes. Look, look at the other. I know what's going on here. I've I've seen these types of shenanigans many times in the, the Feywild. These creatures can't be trusted. <laughs> All There's sorts of charming magics. That's what you're insinuating. Yeah, right. she, she backs <laughs> up and says, is, is that one going to be a trouble? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the caves of PvP is what these are. <laughs> Do, do I need do I need to hit him to see if it pops him out of it? Very quickly, write a few words uh, about he'll he'll say. Uh, uh, as Edmund looked upon the face of his friend, he recognized the foolish charm that had been placed upon him by the dryad. Nothing against you, Valravin, but I just feel that. We should take all these pears and run. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> She's nodding and says, wait, what? Quickly <laughs> before she charms another one of us. What uh, is that thing? You know what? You know what? Actually, when you cast that spell, when yeah. you're saying at it. She's going to counter She's going to fucking counter spell your head. Oh! Shit! <laughs> ah, you wish to duel with me, Dryad. I'm, I know your game. This, this is going to be a problem, Edmund. And I'm oh, gonna ask for some initiative. The potential of this oh, grow. I told you. I told you all, Dryad. They're the worst. <laughs> Barabbas has a sordid backstory. I think we're gonna hear. With <laughs> Don't fly a dryad. He, he, he was like hundred years old or something. You ended up spending all your money like it left you destitute afterwards. Like a dryad was part of the I paid for her to go through medical school. <laughs> and the instant she's out, there is no, I, There the was street. no Oak Leaf University. <laughs> it was just the fucking tree down the way. Yep, that's right. All right, fine. That was a whole spell slot. Which did she actually do it? It's a third level spell. Does she is she able to just counter it? She is. She's able to cast counter spell. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now the rest of you, obviously, we can all roll for initiative, but it is totally up to you how you want to handle this situation. But uh, it does appear that Edmund yeah, is somewhat ensorcelled. Yeah. I also need to keep an eye on that on that blue man, the blue magic man. Yeah, he is not stopped. Right. He just keeps heading down there. All right. It's all of us. Everybody? I guess. All right. All right. Uh, Celeste gets to react first to um, what's happening. Poor Celeste. She wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, she, would, she wouldn't want to be in on this. Yeah. Maybe she'll go keep keep up with the blue man. Um, okay. Y'all figure uh, this out. I'm yeah, exactly. Which she could just keep up with him. Which, actually, that's not her full action. So as her action, she's going to... Re I don't know if I don't know if I can ready in a movement. Can you ready movement? To say, I'm going to ready the dash action to follow him, but I don't know if you can do that or not. Uh, uh, I don't know, actually. I'm ready... Can you ready movement? Let's see. Yeah. I mean, you can ready an action. You could take the dash action. That's an interesting one. I don't think that's... Has that never come up before? I'm going to ready... Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I would like to ready my ability to run away. Yeah, I mean, you could ready to chase after him or track him, I guess. I don't know. Um, you could ready to use the rest of your movement to uh, follow him. I mean, she yeah, also yeah, has a lot more movement exactly. than that. That I will say that you've never seen this thing dash before. It's just been using basic movement. And yeah. she's got like a mountain of movement, so. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Well, she'll still do it. She'll still use her reaction or her ready the her reaction to when he moves away she'll just use her dash action to follow him okay i'm, I'm seeing so I'm, I'm not seeing a definitive ruling but i'm seeing i'm seeing answers that seem to be leaning towards yes okay as long as you're using the dash action Sad. uh edmund's currently still ensorcelled and uh, your instructions were to protect the grove and the dragon. Look, Robin, I got nothing against you, and I don't want to hurt you, but I just choose to stay here and protect the grove, and only the grove. If you were to hurt the grove, I would have to hurt you back. We don't want to hurt your grove, my friends. Because these pears are delicious, and we must protect the grove and the pears. Yes, yes, I understand what's happening here. As long as you don't hurt the groves or myself, I suppose, I have no need to hurt you. I will just stay here and enjoy eating pears for the rest of my life. Try to talk you out of it, but I know there's no use. Now you may ready an action, Edmund, if you would like to. Oh, yeah. I will uh, use my action to attack anyone who attacks the grove. Yep. The dryad says, too dangerous. Too dangerous. They can't take you from me. I have been alone for so long. I will not be alone anymore. And she will Okay. Well, we can't do um suggestion is concentration. Ugh. <laughs> That's a bummer. Got to hold him in place. Gotta yeah, that is a bummer. That limits what she can do. Look, I am not looking for companionship, all right? I just plan to study the trees, the pears. Even suggestion can't make, we will have, can't make him. We will have lots of time together to form. <laughs> we'll figure you know? it out. Yeah. I'm going to spend my time creating a recipe book for the purple pear. <laughs> uh, she will use her tree stride ability to basically hop in. You see her kind of merge into a tree. And not sure where she appears there, but she says, but she kind of whispers something to the tree. And you see the tree's limbs start to creak and shake a little bit. Says, do not, not come any closer. Is that one tree? Uh, yes, particularly that one tree. And we go to Frey. That's me. So she's going to turn to Volrovin and be like, 
Do I just need to hit him to get this taken care of? Not yet. But in a moment, we might have to run off with him. <laughs> this is this is a, a magical duel you're seeing at the moment. But once Edmund is free from her charm, we will need to leave this place as quickly as possible, lest this Trixie Dryad have her fingers in his brain some more. You're assuming you'll be able to break the charm. I am assuming I am able to break the charm, yes. Didn't you already try that shit? I have other tricks. I have as many tricks as a dryad, in fact. <laughs> I learned them from a dryad. That's right. Right. <laughs> Never again. Um, suggest that, that as soon as Edmund is cured of his current illness, that we extricate ourselves in the direction of that blue gentleman creature. So, I would like to ready a command verb, word, verb, verb. What's up? Command verb? Cake's now finally getting to me now. That's right. <laughs> it comes for us all eventually. And... So you will, she'll look at Valorant and be like, all right, you better get this right the first time. And she'll just open her bag and pull out the little glowy orb and wait to see that uh, Edmund has had his uh, his charm broken. And then she'll cast the command word for Orb of Silence so they won't be able to talk to him and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the orb that she uses when everyone goes to sleep at night in the hut. She turns it on so that way Valravin can't just talk and keep everybody <laughs> awake. But he oh, thinks, they get to sleep. Yeah, it's, he thinks it works and everyone just gets quiet and gets to go to sleep. Are, are you readying this or just putting it? I'm, I'm going to ready it. Okay. For when Edmund comes out of his stupid... Everybody's yeah. having to just prepare, prepare. Yeah. Uh, She's just gonna walk up to Edmund or get close to Edmund. Uh, like, yep, good. Calm, calm down, Edmund. Calm down. No one's gonna hurt you. I mean, you no know, hostilities. I am only here to protect the trees. What? Just it, she'll just leave. Like, show, show me something good on the tree. He shows her a pear. Okay. This pear is great. You had one, wasn't it delicious? It was okay. You it even could have been a, a little you, riper. You cured oh, some of your on. wounds. You literally have the best pair of your life. Don't <laughs> lie. <laughs> that was the best. Literally the best pair you've ever had in your life. It's okay. Oh, better than a mid-level cleric healing. <laughs> I mean, Frey, if you'd like to join me in projecting and watching the grove, you can have as many ripe pairs as you'd like. <laughs> yeah, maybe blame. 10, 50 years, you'd have a very ripe pair. You know, I don't like taking orders from a tree. Tree? We're not taking orders from a tree. You're taking orders from a tree. What are you talking about? Look at this wonderful marvel here. Trees growing where there's no sunshine. Pears exactly. that give you magical abilities. Uh-huh. I'm still not going to take orders from a tree. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, Oral would not like it. I can tell you that much right now. Did you see those monsters? There could be more. We have to protect the trees. 
I mean, you're not wrong. My dear. You're not don't, wrong Don't on listen that one. to him. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on the dry hand side. You're all against me. This is you how it starts. You want, you want me to go ahead and more up it and shut up? <laughs> Like happened last time, I lost all my friends. They all joined her <laughs> side. This is why I had to leave the Feywild in fact. One of the reasons I'm not allowed to go back. Now, Robin, none of us are asking you to stay. All right, just leave me and Frey here with the grove. Hey, hey, hey! You... Do not include me in this shit. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, Frey's standing on the other side. <laughs> I don't know, I'm over here. <laughs> I am not asking you to do anything. Just leave me be to live my life protecting these trees. All right, you do whatever you want, the blue man, and, and uh, I'll, I'll find that city some other day. <laughs> I've got time. I'm just going to take out a, just a little piece of Shardolin that I have. I have a couple little tidbits. I don't ever use them. But I have a nice, shiny uh, Shardolin dagger that I keep in my boot. I'd be like, I guess you don't do this anymore. You seem kind of strained. No, <laughs> I, my life's purpose has changed through these pears in this grove. Purpose has changed to pears. She pulls out the Shardolin crown from her bag and puts it on top of the on top of the dagger. I guess you don't not, do this one either. I'm not sure why you're showing me your equipment, Frey. But... I don't need this shit, so if you don't want it, I'm gonna go throw it down that freaking river, asshole. Go ahead. I don't need more Charlene. I just need pears and trees. <laughs> I just need pears and trees. <laughs> now you know he's deep in it. Now, he's now deep in it. Yeah. 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 That, right. that was really a test to see his resolve. Frey, yeah. you can have a point of inspiration for testing him with Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> The movie's like, I don't know what is happening here, but I don't know how good of a tracker Celeste is. He can keep up. <laughs> her, her main job is just to keep up. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I lost track of how much he moved. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Um, I guess he'll also ready his action to dash after the man. Okay. Um, Valen will also just defer to Valravin and say, Well, I assume you're on the same boat I am that this fey creature has ensorcelled a friend. Exactly. I, ha I have it in hand, I believe. Oh, great. I have a plan. Fantastic. But prefer not to have to, uh, to kill anything else. Like we're you close. can't kill anything to begin with. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Exactly. That's why I don't want to get into another fight. You're uh, worse than that nag that Volravin has. She will, uh, she'll actually just stay by Volravin. Moment. And we finally go to Volravin. Alright. What is the plan? Um, well, now I'm, like, reading, hmm. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm reading spell descriptions. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the spell, okay. 
So for all, while Robin recognizes what's happening, he, he because it, he has this magic too. So he recognizes the kind of magic she's using. It doesn't explicitly say that suggestion is charming, but it does say that if they're immune to charm, they're immune to the effect. Uh, that's what I'm seeing too, yeah. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to the effect. Okay, so I think I think what I'm about to do will still work. So, but you should tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, well, somebody can Google search, because that's usually how we figure out our answers. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's an edge case. Yeah, I'm so ready we'll for out. Google search. <laughs> so first, Valravan will um, write some words and look at Edmund deeply as he does and say, uh, Edmund searched his heart and could find naught but the Dryad's influence. And yet the sight of his friends in consternation at his condition somehow unnerved him, drew a, a splinter into the magic that was holding him. And Valravan's going to do some unsettling words on his teammate. Whoa. We knew, we knew it was going to come to that. That was on the long-term <laughs> bingo card right there. <laughs> How long before he unsettles a teammate? And as he saw Valravan write in his book of the magics that ensorcelled him, his mind calmed, his heart steadied, and he became calm. Another calm. So this is this is where I we have to like look it up because okay. it's, it, it's not technically because I don't suggestion doesn't say it's a charm. But it does say that if you're immune to charm, it, it doesn't have an effect. And this spell suppresses any any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. So he would be immune to charm, by my logic. All right, chat, help us out. <laughs> we're going to look it up. But Calm emotions versus suggestion, versus suggestion. I think, is yeah. what we're trying to figure out. This is a fascinating edge case. Because um, I like where you're at. Have to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. This fails the creature fails at saving throw. She's one of the following two effects. You can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. I mean, when you look up suggestion, it says creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. Yeah. Which is what I'm focusing on in terms yeah. of my attempt here. <laughs> um, which is a good... I mean, I may have to make a ruling, but... I'm not, yeah, I'm trying to look it up, but it's not immediately. Um, Char person's first level spell suggestion is second. It's possibly more powerful than common emotions. Okay, actually makes him do something. In one good use of it so far already. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a definitive answer, so it may lay to you to just decide. Um, okay. I will, well, first... Uh, Edmund she, has to actually make a saving. Oh, yeah, make, yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Let's yes, make does. a charisma yes. save. Now, when would I attack you? Because I've got my ready to action. Ooh. I'm not, yeah, it's a good question. I'm not attacking the Grove. I'm attacking the Grove, but he is technically doing oh. something to you. But his ready to action was specific attacking the Grove. No, I want to get semantics here. Yeah, I said I would ready for anyone trying to attack the Grove or myself. I don't know if you can I mean, uh, yeah. So, is suggestion an effect? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an spell, ongoing yeah. concentration spell. Kind of like the fear spell or something? 
kind of. Yes. What unsettling words? You haven't done anything to me. In calm emotions. I suppose if it fit, if I save against it, then I would attack you. How about that? Because I see you trying to do something to me, and right. if I if I save and it didn't work, then and you're still I, gonna be yeah. And it. That's true. Then you would still be under the effect. Yeah. All right. So charisma saving throw. Yep. Do I want to be saved or not? <laughs> mm. uh, you're. You would try to definitely make this to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. I will right, say that much. Go. Charisma minus one. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, you can you can roll the minus ten if you want, but it's not gonna matter. Oh, you got a minus ten in there too, huh? Wait. Minus oh, it's a D ten. You got the unsettling words. Yeah. I'm gonna use That's my I, inspiration. I sure. Oh, great. I'll roll that again. Oh, oh, come on. Shit. Well, minus D10. Yeah. Minus a D10, you're still not going to make unless you roll a 1. That's that, true. Then, then you're a 19 okay. is great, but Valrobin is a DC of 17, and the Unsettling Warriors might... They get a crit, though. Might prove clutch here. Oh, that does count All as right. the crit machine, though. You're right. Yeah. Here we go. 1D10. You have one to roll two, basically a 1 or a 2. One yeah. Two, you're, yeah, you're still in it. Oh. <laughs> so unsettled. Yeah. So that is a 16, so it just, or sorry, 15. So the calm emotions, if we're ruling this correct, which I think I just have to make a ruling uh, for this, that you are currently uh, suppressing the suggestion effect, at least for as long also, as you concentrate on it. Yeah, it's also true, Sylvan. It is an AOE thing I'm doing. It's not just him. It's like everybody in the area. Oh, that's true. Each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere you choose. So that means Frey has to make it. Ray has to make a charisma save at the very least. 20 foot radius sphere. But I mean, she could choose to fail. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know. If you're casting a spell and she tells it, I would imagine she would try to succeed she against might. it. Yeah. Charisma? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to save you from being charmed, my dear. Yeah, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. You are calmed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the save? DC 17? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so tempting to use one of my special dice and see what happens. Dear Lord. Like the situation further. Uh, I won't do it. <laughs> fact. In fact, is she a humanoid? Is she? I... No, she's not. She's fake. Okay. Yeah. I guess Valen would technically be caught in that too. But... I doubt she'd fight me. Uh, no, and I'm not going to bother because she's not going to be. Her emotions are already pretty calm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, at the moment, that effect seems to have worked, uh, Edmund. You feel yourself um, temporarily suppressed from that. So you're kind of waking up from that uh, feeling. Weapon lowers. Time to get out of here, friends! What happened? I... I heard the words I was saying, but I don't know why I was saying it. It's that I mean, damn dryad woman over there. She had you ensorcelled. Yes, but I have a feeling that her effect will last longer than your effect. Oh. That's... Yours lasts for a minute, hers lasts for eight hours. Oh, shit. Okay. That's actually, hmm, that's problematic. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Okay, hold on. Let's get out of here first, and then I can dispel it. Let, let, let's let's leave this area, and then then I can just permanently take care of it. 
Yeah, so Frey's gonna turn on her orb, so that way there's no more talking from the Dryad. And she's just grabbing Edmund's shirt and just yanking him. To hit her. We're still in combat currently. So, uh, Valravin, you cast Call Emotions as your action. Yep. You still have movement. Um, otherwise, this was, this was this was this was Frey's readied action, though. This right? is my readied action. Oh, okay. Well, what, what were you? What was your trigger for my, that? Sorry. Was as soon as I noticed Edmund was out of was the. Was out of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I I shut down all talk. Orb of silence and get the hell mm -hmm. out of it. We just need to hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Orb of silence. Okay. So currently nobody can speak or presumably cast verbal spells. The ten foot radius around me. Okay. All right, and Morrowind will end his turn by just turning to the dry and say, "We will be leaving now, madam. No more of your." It's silent. It's... You're in the orb of silence. Don't, don't. Oh, just I let am. him. How just let him go. It? Just let him. Just how, let him go. How big? How, <laughs> how, how big is this orb? The ten foot radius around oh, me. Oh, I am in it. Oh, all right. Well, Morrowind <laughs> talks like a solid thirty I'm seconds. Like, yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> okay. Fine. Nice. He has this intricate plan laid out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gives like a thumbs up. <laughs> Edmund looks down and just sees Frey pointing. Yeah. Uh, we can just have Celeste following. Yeah, I see. Blue man. Uh, Edmund, you feel temporarily snapped out of it. You are also in a in a zone of silence. And you said the dryad has merged into the tree. The dryad you saw step into a tree. And seemingly kind of disappear from view. I think she. Let's see. Um. You can. You can kind of see she just kind of stepped into a tree, um, through like some cracks in the walls, and she looks increasingly concerned about what's happening. I'm going to step here outside of the silent zone. Okay. And. Just cast a little flames, flaming sphere hmm. right by the tree. She drew his ire. Uh. Okay, summoning a... Wait, that's the, like, ongoing ball, right? Fireball, yeah. Okay. Now Ball Robin's got his hands in his head, because he, he was trying to get out of here non-violently, but now he's just <laughs> like, ah, fuck it, okay. Do <laughs> you hear the dryad shriek? Says, what? No! What are you doing? You're supposed to we protect the grove. Don't silence. I don't hear her shrieking. That's true. If you go back into the zone, <laughs> you definitely see her freaking out. Oh, how I... dare you! And then he's just gonna run away. Okay. Um. And uh, what's my description here? Uh, so I did the sphere, and. I'm going to use my bonus action to ram the sphere into the tree. Oh, shit. Edmund is not like... <laughs> this this is what happened when a dryad messes with you. It, it screws up your head. It, it really, yeah, it really does. You Hell do hath, things you never thought you'd do. Hath no fury here. All right, you slam it into the tree and, again, shrieking uh, from the dryad. Angry cries... And that tree's pears start to, like, catch on fire. No! No! This is danger! 
There's more danger! And Does that break our concentration? Um... Technically, you're ramming into the tree so. specifically, so technically no. But she is very much panicking about it, and she does seem distracted. I thought she, I thought if she merged, she would take damage, but not necessarily. I, you know what? I'm gonna give her. I'll, I'll, I'll go halfway. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna trigger the con save with advantage for her, and so they may actually lose concentration because what you're doing is definitely fucking her up. It's just gonna be a DC 10. Does manage yeah. to hang on to it. Uh, however, her shrieks seem to have, and uh, in, in, in real danger, one of these trees, literally, Edmund, um, a large branch comes and swipes at you. Oh. Ouch. Yeah, for 16 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> and uh, it does so again with another giant branch that comes crashing down with a 10-foot reach. For 19 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> now, now you gotta make concentration for the flaming sphere. Oh shoot, you're right. Tw uh, twice, technically. The con save. Yeah. Oh wow, look at that! And another one to add to the crit pile. Yeah. Valen leans over to you. What's was this part of the plan then to have uh, Edmund try to burn the bloody grove down? I, my dear, I can never plan for Edmund. <laughs> that is beyond my skills. Oh man. Um, she will uh, once again use her tree stride ability, and this time she a. Um, she kind of reaches into the tree almost, even though it, your eyes think that's impossible, and pulls out a long staff and um, reaches in, and the tree produces a uh, arrow-like splinter, and she just kind of forms a bow in her hands and aims it at you, Volrobin. Me? You, because you ensorcelled her. Ah. Nope, 13 does not hit. Scene, uh, one more... Oh no! She just like ah! she screams loudly. Listen, the last dryad I encountered that I had a very bad time with, it did not end in violence. I will say that this is this has gotten out of hand. <laughs> oh, we see it, Frey. You're still in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking. He's just making the make, moving his hands. He's just yeah. making no noise. Alright. Can I see where the dryad is? Still some time oh. in the MVPC poll for folks who go to boats. So where's the dryad? Uh you last saw the dryad shoot from this direction. She seems to be like hopping in out of the trees. Okay. Um Alright, I didn't want to have to do this. Look what you're making me do. <laughs> it's just escalated. Slowly and gradually. Yeah, exactly. It really escalated. <laughs> Series of escalations. Alright, we're going to turn the orb off, even though she much prefers Volrov in this way. Yeah. 
Come down here. She's up there. I mean, I could go up there and just hit her if she's still in the tree. Uh, that was last time, the last place you saw her. Yeah. I mean, she goes right before me, so she'd still have to be in the tree. Because your flame sphere is still over there, too, Edmund, somewhere. Alright, so... Edmund's thing ends if we hit her. Because it's concentration. Um, what I've been trying to tell you guys. Right. If yeah, if if you can break her concentration, it is a concentration spell. Alright, going up. Five, ten, fifteen. I'm guessing I see her just hugging the tree. Yep. Yeah. Braille look at her. <laughs> and be like, look. This ends one of two ways. One, you let our friend go. We go about our merry way, and you get to keep your growth. The other way, I kill you. Your growth dies. Um, Which I do you prefer? I should mention she has been speaking uh, Elvish this whole time. Your prey doesn't care. And doesn't, yeah, she's just, she looks at you with terrified eyes and not understanding the specific words you're saying, but clearly understanding the meaning of you approaching with axe in hand with a... Very mm -hmm. meaningful gate. And she looks like in full-on, like, uh, panic, like, a uh, fear bite mode at this point. Calm down. <laughs> Alright. If you, if you want to do this... Uh, you thing. think Calm might have left the building when the Flaming Sphere got summoned in here, I think. And then turn off the damn sphere. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm gonna hit her then. Okay. It's sweet, sweet advantage. 27 should hit her. Uh, does indeed. Oh, crap damage, but... I... Make your save. Yep. Oh. Maintains. Three will hit. 14 more damage. 14 damage. Another save. Oh no, that yeah, one. Yeah. She totally trips up. You really catch her, and she kind of blinks. And uh, that. Uh, Edmund, you technically don't feel any different because Calm Emotions is still over you. Um, but. Uh, Frey's very calm about all of this. She doesn't care either way. That's true. There, That's true. No your, emotion. your emotions are very calm, but I'll allow you <laughs> calmly swinging <Yeah>. your axe. <laughs> no, there's, there's no. She doesn't care either way. Like yeah. we're leaving one way or another. Yeah. Either you let him go and we just leave, or we kill you and burn your forest down and we leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it matters not to her, pray her which path emotion we go. Into sociopath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real quick. She doesn't. <laughs> she she gives zero shits which path we take. It's the completely the dryad's choice, mm -hmm. and like when when I see that I when I see that I I get her she goes she flinches, I'll be like who speaks Elvish, besides Volrovin? Volrovin starting to raise his hand, loves his hand. That's <laughs> you. Um, 
Valen, I believe, does, and uh, she cast a spell that allowed uh, Edmund to speak it. He does realize he's speaking Elvish, so he's not going to raise his hand. Valen, yeah. <laughs> translate. We're leaving. You keep trees, we go. Okay. Um, yeah, Valen just says, All right. Now, if. Uh, Speaking to favor gets us anything, but... Um, tell her that, and tell her if she doesn't agree, I'll hit her again. Yes, that should be uh, very well. Uh, Frey, go ahead and roll... I'll let you actually roll an intimidation check, and you may use strength. Uh, strength intimidation. How the hell do I do that? So essentially, you would roll your strength check, and if you're proficient in intimidation, you can add your proficiency bonus. I am actually proficient in intimidation. So strength. So I hit the strength button, right? Not the saving throw. Right, and then add whatever your plus four. Nineteen plus four. <laughs> it's alright. Okay. Wait, I don't know why that rolled with advantage. I mean, let's be honest here. Ooh, but that, wow! Damn. She actually stood... Hey, I have a 23. She's got a 22. Do the math, honey. Oh, I thought you said you didn't mean to roll with advantage. Yeah. Uh, dude, I wasn't going to call it out, Christopher. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I heard you oh, say it. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> rules now, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, because even with the, the 9 plus I, the 4. Mm-hmm, Would have been a 23. Um, but you don't think it advantage, right? You determine. Da, 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 da. Don't recall giving advantage. Fine, I'll use my freaking inspiration and take the nineteen. Rolled it twice. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll allow it. That's a little stretchy. <laughs> okay, got the twenty-three. You can roll it again if you really wanted to. I feel like, I feel like yeah. the odds of her succeeding are pretty are pretty solid. Well, yeah. I don't know, actually, with the twenty-two, I, I will roll it again. If All right, I would I would feel better about happy. that. Usually, we have to declare it before you uh, roll. Oh damn it! Never oh, mind. We <laughs> <laughs> should have just let her do six. This is your fault, Christopher. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, despite Valen's, uh, and it may, you could probably blame it on Valen's translations, but the, the <laughs> oh, dryad, the dryad, like, steals herself and says, No, I will not be bullied anymore. Stupid monsters, stupid creatures trying to destroy the grove, and now you are worst of all. That you are different, but you are not. It is what to leave. At least the other ones look like monsters. You are just monsters on the inside. Oh, you want to see a monster, do you? <laughs> I would like to roll one of my special dice see, to try to is, up my score. This is what the triads do! <laughs> <laughs> they cut you to the core! Promise <laughs> is like crying over there as all this trauma like comes you back up. flashbacks? Like... <laughs> yeah. So, my special die allow me to know whether or not I'm going to make the save first before rolling it? I'd still like to roll one of them. Or... I'm just gonna see if it ups my score. You know, I just need it to go up by one. She wants to see a monster. Gray <laughs> is more than I... willing to attempt to become the monster. I I think we already played out this scene. I'm gonna have to deny you the ability to up this one now because I think we've already right. determined the results of this one. All right, 
I'll wait till my next turn. All right. Uh, if you wanted to call back the Moeed and Celeste, um, you feel like they would be charging. When's the end of the initiative? Would be after Vol Robin. Um, but what they can see is this tunnel continues as a tunnel um, for just a winding distance. But you do note uh, that this that the uh, they call it a Majin just does keep on going down. It does not seem to give a fuck about anything else. Then Bowie's gonna keep trying to talk to him telepathically. Okay. Be like, Sir, Blue Man, Blue Thing, uh, Blue Mannequin. <laughs> and that just continues as they're walking down the path. Yeah. With uh, to no avail. Valen <laughs> uh, says, Finally, this I can handle. And she strides over to where Edmund is like, Edmund, you look like shit. At least you are yourself now, yes? Yes, I I feel good. I feel like we should leave this grove. I agree, but uh, perhaps we can uh, show them our strength. And she will cast Blight on the tree. Oh, Lord. And I should have done show description. But Blight <laughs> against plants, they have disadvantage. It's literally Jeez like Louise. deteriorating the planet. Where has this spell been the entire... Well, I guess we've been fighting a bunch of undead. Yeah, exa exactly, exactly. <laughs> She's like overjoyed. Like, finally, something that I can deal necrotic damage to. It says if you target... In fact, I'm going to go ahead and... All right, I can do it this way. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you target a plant creature or a magical plant, it makes the saving throw at disadvantage and the spell deals max damage to it. So uh, that's not even the true damage. It just straight damage, up deals yeah. max damage. <laughs> And has disadvantage. So I can fuck a plant real good. Because <laughs> you know what? Fuck the fae and fuck these plants. I'm with you, Valravin. This is why I hang out with skeletons. Uh, so that is a con save at disadvantage. 8d8 eight is 64? Is yeah, that this thing right? does have a pretty good con save. Yeah. Oh, man. It does make the save. Yeah, it's hardy as hell. That's still half of the max damage. It is half right? damage? Okay. So, right, yeah. Well, hold on. I, I, I didn't say. No, I think um, it's only that. Um... No, I think it says it makes the saving throw with disadvantage. The spell deals max damage to it. Oh, if it does. Yeah, you're right. Well, but maybe it would deal max damage. If you target a plant creature or magical plant, I think the spell deals max damage anyway. Right. You get half on a successful save, so yeah, still it's 32. It'll be 32 damage, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Actually, less damage, weirdly enough. Jeez. Yeah, it's like, damn it, that thing's big. And yeah, you see like several branches on it wither. Um, perhaps egress is not a bad move after all. <laughs> she starts heading <laughs> down the tunnel. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, might have just pissed it off a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Val Robin. All right. Um. There's, there she is. All right, Val Robin's still not done with it, even though this has devolved into more violence than he intended. He's still <laughs> half not the party done with this. Just left. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And half of them are gone. Other half of them turned to violence. 
he's still he's still like very set on like this being a magical duel between him and the dryad. Yeah. Like, there's some, there's some like point of pride in this for him. <laughs> I am the enchanter here. <laughs> yeah. And she uh, cast that and, counter spell. It's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So. so he is going to. I don't know how many of those she's got, but hopefully not. <laughs> it's still the same round until the end of your turn, I believe, because I've been paying attention. Oh, yeah. And technically, everybody only has one reaction. Okay. Um, he is going to uh, begin just angrily writing words in big script at her. <laughs> Angry the triad. Whose kin had so betrayed the Grand Valravan in the past, now saw her folly and saw the violence that it would bring her, and the thought brought her such unsettling thoughts. And he is going to unsettling words her. Oh, no. For she saw that Valravan himself was capable of magics equal to her own. And that he may suggest to her that she retreat into her trees and hold her grove in passivity until the heroes of the story were long gone. And he is going to attempt to suggest her. Oh man, suggesting the <laughs> suggester. That's brutal. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so she can't counterspell it because she already spent her reaction counterspelling her original one. Straight up whiz save with... He's using all the remainder of his spell slots on this bullshit to try and <laughs> Well, Unsettling Words is going to come oh, into play again. yeah, it is. With a 20 on the save. Holy shit. Once again, if she rolls a 1 or a 2, she's... Or, or a 3, actually. Yeah, but you got a she's D10. Okay. It's a D10, yeah. I'll let you do the honors. Okay. There we go. Wow. That Unsettling is so powerful. Yeah. 12. Yeah, all right, because of your, yeah, your your speech really gets to her and she gets shaken. All right, so you told her to... Retreat into her tree and hold her grove... Uh, I forget how I phrased it. It's very important how you phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he told her to, to retreat into her trees and hold her grove in passivity until the heroes were long gone. Okay. The only issue I see is that you said it can't do, obviously, harmful acts, and there's currently a flaming sphere next to one of her trees. Is that not gone? That, that was as far as I know, Edmund still has uh, that up. He he rolled heroically well for his constitution saves. Well. You do feel like there may be some conflict there. But, she could go into a tree that's not on fire. She could. But you don't know how the dryad works in terms of connection and taking damage and all that, so... Well, Celeste and Edmund are going to go next, so Varum can just turn to them and say, like, it's time to leave, friends. We've had our fun here. Yeah. He succeeded. He's happy. That's right. That's right. He beat her. He's I mean, he's what I'm trying to say is, if Edmund wants to turn off the flaming sphere, this would be uh, probably a very safe move to do. But with, if it's still on, then it would get really tricky with how she would react. I mean, if you tell me to turn it off, yeah, he'll he'll say to Edmund, like, "Have you had your vengeance at being ensorcelled by the Dryad? I know how it feels. I really do." <laughs> we could join a support group. That's right. Spurred by Dryad. <laughs> Yeah, I can turn it off. <laughs> so, so you've been ensorcelled by a dryad. <laughs> right. We meet every Tuesday at the Waffle House. Right. Alright, let's get out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. 
All right, so if Edmund turns the flaming sphere off... another person we're leaving just in bitterness towards us. <laughs> <laughs> the dragons and mammoths and now dryads. <laughs> no, I thought the mammoth was happy in the end. I don't remember. I, well, in the end, but before that. Oh, before that, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's fair. You have left probably more enemies than friends behind, for being honest. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she seems magically compelled. She kind of, you know, that, that snarl and vicious, you know, combination of fear and anger seems to have kind of washed over her as she still feels a lot of those emotions, but she also feels that just hiding in her tree is the more prudent thing to do. So Frey, you just see her meld into one of her trees and not and doesn't come back out. And you see the other tree still looks stock still um, and, you know, ready to attack, but it seems to be not... Um, it's also just kind of holding position at the moment. It doesn't seem to be it kind of looking around and acting more defensive than uh, offensive, I guess. So at the moment, if nobody feels like you are going to make an offensive move on the Grove, it does feel like this has effectively shut down the combat encounter. I agree. Time to go. Yeah, Glenn says, all right, fine, good. Let's get the hell out of here. As we leave, the dryad kind of whispers out, Oh, Robin, you were the first one I ever loved. <laughs> it can't be the same one. <laughs> Typical of our Robin. He doesn't remember. He doesn't yeah, remember. Right. <laughs> it's just become a story. He doesn't, he doesn't actually remember her that well. He just remembers the story. Yep. Just flipping back through his books. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of ripped out pages. And they're like, oh, right. <laughs> angrily ripped them up. Uh, yeah, if you all want, you can haul ass uh, down this tunnel. Yeah. And you realize it goes for a long way. And you feel yourself descending down, 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 deeper and deeper into this just long, long tunnel. We left some good tracking marks so everybody knows where to go. <laughs> yeah. There's just big arrows in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and after go and, and meanwhile, the Majin just keeps going. And yeah, they're like a little bit ahead. And you guys could technically, if you wanted to like rush after them, you could. Or you could just kind of leisurely follow behind uh, Thimbleweed and Celeste. Um, and eventually, after almost a mile, and again, stop me if you guys want to stop or something. But it, it goes for a while. This um, creature isn't just... Just not hauling ass, but just walking. It's just moving, yeah, like normal. It doesn't seem to tire anything. It's just singularly like moving at a normal pace. Uh, the tunnel opens into a vast cavern enclosed by gleaming ice. Consigned to this frozen sepulcher is a fantastic city sculpted by ancient magic and illuminated in flickering green and purple lights that shed no warmth. The city is slightly tilted, its spires leaning away from you as they're recoiling from your presence. A large central spire glows with an angry light. There, cries Valin, pointing toward its roots, and a large ball of energy grows and contracts, glowing and fading. Says the Mythalar. And as you watch, you can see it contort, and a spark of energy pops out of it, and you feel an odd, hopping sensation. And then you witness, deep in the distance in the city, a tear in reality appears in the city, and then after a moment, it winks out as if it were never there. And Valen says, uh, something's wrong. Perhaps damaged or malfunctioning. What you is all... that? Hmm? What is that? 
Mithalar and, and, and Ben, you'd probably have read up on this too. Uh, very powerful ancient artifacts that were said to power the actual uh, grand Netherese flying cities. Now we malfunctioning. Did not even is... expect it to still be operational. And you all find yourselves on a large causeway of uh, ice that stretches toward the city that lays out before you. And she says, uh, perhaps a long rest is in order. It's, it's some prudent measure. <laughs> I feel like we're, safe, we're, we're in a safe place. Yes, please. I will at least tease the next area as we uh, get ready to... Oh. Hello, the lost city of wow. Ethren. The big old UFO city. Yes, indeed. And you all are literally right here. You can see the central spire and what they identified as the Mithalar here. Uh, but yeah, she definitely says, uh, perhaps we can find a safe space to long rest. I have another tiny hut we can employ. Hopefully that vampire creature won't reach this far. And even as you see that, you can occasionally see shadows uh, lurking and darting around the city itself, though. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Maybe we should do that before we go in there, then. Indeed, because I believe once we long rest, you guys will level up again. Oh. Yeah. So we will uh, schedule a long rest at the beginning of next session, and please have the next level prepared. Level thirt fucking teen. Thirteen. Thirteen. We're at the adolescent age of D and D. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Edmund, you were the MVPC. Thank you for your amazing role playing with being role playing uh, the hell out of mentally. Me. <laughs> I loved it, man. It was great. It was fucking awesome. Uh, it's. I feel like the standout stuff in this campaign have been like some like near or literal PvP moments, <laughs> which is a hard thing to pull off in in D and D. Find a oh, potion of resistance. Radiant resistance. You get some anti bleach. Anti bleach. Yeah. yeah. That's only when you saw it by PvP against Celeste. That's, That's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. Um, you do note that that, that Majin just keeps on going, however. It doesn't seem to uh, stop and no. just kind of walking in the city. So you would note that if you were to long rest, um, it would just keep on going. Okay. Is he leaving any kind of tracks that we might be able to follow later? Or uh, like You don't know if it would leave any tracks. You could certainly try to do something <laughs> to... Um, I was trying to think of, like tagging him like you would a creature or something. Right, Although the yeah, dryad did warn you that if you tried those air tags, those Apple air tags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we uh, low jack this this dude? She, the dryad did warn that if you tried to uh, uh, mess with him, that he would uh, is capable of retaliating yeah. though. Uh, but you do have you know good trackers, so you think maybe. Yeah. yeah. Probably talk um, him down later. Yeah, and um gonna say what direction you see it in but it might be better just to tell you next session so the word that's fresh in our minds can we throw a bell around his neck so next <laughs> <laughs> i can hear it indeed uh all right and then you got your potion so i think that is going to do it for this session of a rhyme of the frost maiden thank you to chris heather and raymond for playing and thank you to all our wonderful fans for watching 
Shoutouts to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Thomas, Stan, William, Brandon, Genocider, David, Eclectic, Roleplay, Role, Christopher, Brian, William, David, Corey, Coa1337, Matthew, Big Nut, John, John, Infernus, Chris, Scott, and Gene, and Gold Patrons, RPG, Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lion, Sam, Lobby, Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fazaka, Tortoise, Scott, Refus, Carolyn, and William. Thank you all very much for your support. We're live streaming our adventures every week, and we will see you next time with the finale! <laughs> You got all the kids of hunger, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> when you said finale, like the last episode, the last area. <laughs> uh, uh, final area, I will say. Definitely not final the. Area. Yeah, we, we got some more stuff planned for sure. Yeah. Man, out of those damn caves, that's something. That is something. <laughs>